What a day for a daydreaming boy. Welcome everyone to the Scout Hoteling Podcast, sponsored by absolutely no one. I am your host, Scott Hoteling. Today's episode, why it's time for shootouts in hockey to go bye-bye and Jake Paul gets knocked out by Tyron Woodley in the third round. Of course, I'm recording this on Saturday afternoon, so that's... That's not what happened necessarily. That's my prediction for the fight. And if that's perfect, well, all the better. I mean, honestly, who doesn't want to see Jake Paul get knocked out? I mean, he really is one of the best heels out there in all sports, isn't he? The heel draws the heat, the baby face comes in against odds, against all the odds, and goes over. Of course, you can't tell me Tyron Woodley is the underdog in this fight, can you? But we'll get to that. First, let's talk about some hockey. It's time to get rid of some shootouts. Well, it's past time to do it, but better late than never. I mean, I think a lot of players would like to see it go, not really? No? I don't think there's anything new about that. I mean, not everybody, especially those that excel in shootouts. But why is it we play hockey for 65 minutes and then play some other game different than team hockey? To settle the game, this this kind of, it's it's like penalty kicks in soccer. Like, what's that about? And I get it, they're a little different, but do you really want to decide the World Cup <clears throat> on penalty kicks, even though they do all the time? Really? You want to do that? I mean, like, I know it was all fun and exciting 15 years ago when they introduced it in the first place because so many games were ending in ties. I get it. But come on, I mean, let's at least play hockey to decide the game. Can you imagine ending a Stanley Cup final game, or any playoff game for that matter, in a shootout? Really? They do it in the World Cup. They do it in soccer. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make make it the best way to do things. I mean, if, if it was the best way to do things, why doesn't the NHL do a shootout in Game 7 of Stanley Cup Finals. you imagine that? Imagine having a shootout, Game 7, Stanley Cup Finals? I mean, the NHL plays 20-minute overtime periods in the playoffs. And they continue to do that until the game ends. I mean, just a couple years ago, I think it was in the bubble. Or maybe it must have been last year then. <laughs> Didn't Tampa Bay and uh, Columbus have a four-overtime game? I think they set the record. I I forget. They might not have, but it was right up there. I think it was four overtimes. Maybe it was five. I think it was four. But it was several. I mean, they essentially played a whole other game in overtime. So if you can do that in the playoffs, why can't you play, you know, a 10-minute overtime period in the regular season. Why does it always have to be five? It's been five minutes since, well, long time. And it's sudden death, so you wouldn't be playing the full period like you do in basketball anyways, most of the time. And basketball keeps playing five-minute overtimes until there's a winner. And I read somewhere, I wish I remember where, so I could call him out on it. 
because it was the stupidest thing I ever heard that basketball players can do it because basketball is in a like a full contact sport. Are you kidding me? Stop. Really? Basketball players can just play forever because that's not a that's not a contact sport, right? The idiot. Really? Come on. If you think that, you're an idiot. I mean, even football plays an extra 15-minute period. You tell me hockey is more physical than football? Are we going to do that? Are we going to play that game? Look, they're all elite athletes. Okay? They're all some of the hardest-working people in the world. Okay? you got to work damn hard to get to that level. Okay? We don't, we don't need to compare... Oh, which sport is tougher? Which sport is harder? They're all tough. They're all hard. Okay? Now, yes. Okay. Hockey's a little more physical than golf. A lot more physical than golf. Okay? I mean, yes. There are certain sports that are more physical than others. Football is, is more physical than baseball. Yes. But that's not what I'm talking about here. Okay? And I get it. Like, more hockey games are tied after regulation than other sports. Right? So you're going to go into overtime more often than other sports. I get it. But I'm also not saying it should be like the playoffs and you should keep playing 20-minute periods until someone scores like they do in the playoffs. I mean, the whole reason they changed the rules to three-on-three and what was that, 2015? I think it was 2015. Was to have less games go to a shootout. Right? So if you're already trying to avoid what you think the solution is in the first place, that must not be a very good solution. I mean, if it was, why not use it in the playoffs? They don't even go to three-on-three in the playoffs. So the NHL must not love that idea either. Right? But play a 10-minute period. You can do a five-minute period, but why not 10? Why does it always have to be a five-minute period? I've never really understood that. Do three on three till till someone wins. Heck, do two on two if you have to. I don't love two on two, but I'd rather see that than a shootout. I, I'd love to. I'd rather see some form of team hockey. Right, one hockey team versus the other hockey team. Okay, to decide the game. So you play a ten minute period, and again, I'm not saying that's the solution, but that's a solution. It's better than doing a five minute period and then a shootout to decide the game. So do do two overtimes. I don't know. But you're telling me more games wouldn't be decided in overtime rather than a shootout? Which is the whole reason for three-on-three three in the first place if you play a 10-minute period? And after that, if there's still a tie, is a tie really that horrible? Is it really that horrible? I understand back in the day there were just too many ties. But they also weren't doing three-on-three three back then either. They were still doing five-on-five five overtime periods. If they were doing three-on-three three back then and you only had a few ties here and there, maybe we would have never got to this point anyways. I mean, I don't think a tie is really that horrible. Especially if it doesn't happen all that often. And by the way, I have to ask, why do coaches and some fans not count overtime and shootout losses? in their record, like they aren't actually losses. I mean, I know you have to separate them when calculating the team's total points in the standings. I get that. 
But if a team plays three games, let's say, and they go 1-1-1, one, one, and one, right? Meaning one win, one regulation loss, and one overtime loss, your winning percentage is below 500. You are a below 500 team, okay? It just is. You've lost two games out of three. This isn't rocket science. It's just basic math. Okay? So why do some coaches and some fans say, oh, yeah, we've, we're, we have a 500 winning percentage. We're a 500 team, right? If you go 6-5-3, and three, let's say, hey, at least we're above 500. No, you're not. If you're 6-5-3, and three, you are not above 500. And I've heard that time and time again from coaches too. Right? You're 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 six five and three. Hey, at least we're above five hundred. You're not above five hundred. You're six and eight. They're still losses. Okay, I don't care if they're overtime losses. I get you you get a point for an overtime loss. I get that. Great. You get a point for an overtime and shootout loss. That's great. But why didn't you get two points in that game? Oh, that's right, because you lost. <laughs> I mean, really? So let's talk a little bit about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, which is Sunday. I was thinking it was, uh, again, I'm recording this Saturday afternoon. I was thinking it was tonight for some reason. Can't get used to this, this Sunday pay-per-view. I think they did that for the last one. They probably did it for all of them, for all I know. But it's Sunday. It's Woodley by third round knockout, if it even gets that far. What do you guys think? I can't see Paul winning this at all, but then again, I didn't see him beating Ben Askren either. Knocking him out in, what, a minute, two minutes? I mean, Woodley's a damn good striker. He's got the, the wrestling background too, but his hands were always a million times better than Ben's. He's got some serious power, and we've seen him put guys to sleep in the UFC. Now, he hasn't done that in a, in a, in a while, because I think we'd all agree he's not in his prime anymore. But does he have to be? Is, is Jake Paul in his prime right now? He's had three fights. One against a professional fighter whose strength was wrestling. Woodley's got striking ability. He's got power. Okay? He can knock Jake Paul out. No question. He can punch him. No one's going to confuse Woodley striking with Ben Askins. But look, Jake Paul takes this very seriously, obviously. Okay? And he's, he's as good of a heel in sports right now as anyone. So I hope Woodley wins. I, I, I hope Woodley knocks him out. I really do. But can you imagine if Paul wins this one too? Because this is a real this is a real step up. Okay? This is a step up in competition again. Woodley can punch. And Woodley can knock you out. Without question. Without question. I don't think anyone thought Ben Askren was knocking Jake Paul out. Okay? Ben Askren just didn't have the striking. Maybe he goes to a decision. Maybe he just outworks him. Maybe he neutralizes him in some way. But he didn't have that one-punch KO, KO power. Woodley does. And I think he's going to use it, and I think he's going to knock Paul out. 
But wow. Can you imagine if, if Jake Paul wins? Can you imagine that? Because I can't. I mean, what happens then? Man. Crazy times we're living in. I'll tell you that much right now. Crazy, crazy times. Then who does he fight? Alright, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Hope you're having a great weekend. And thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time.